Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. I am back. Dino is back. I'm going to have some guests on this evening. There's a lot to discuss. There's a lot to talk about. Where's Dino? It's been a few weeks since everybody's heard Dino. There he is. We're going to invite Dino and see if this works. Put that up like that. Dino. Yeah, thanks for coming out, everybody. Have a good week. Oh, there you are. Hey. It's Dino. (laughs) Yay. All right. Start this all over again, Dino. I love it. We are back in business. Oh, 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 spectacular. Spectacular, yes. You were posting pictures on oh, Facebook. You looked very, very excited. It looked like you were having a great time. Yeah, I'm like Don Juan with the Golden Ten right now. <laughs> golden Ten. That's good. It's good to have a tan. That's nice. All right, so now we get everything going on. So uh, here's what we're doing. I, I got some stuff I want to talk to Dino about, but I'm going to do it after I do this. I want to bring Christine on first. Dino, you've been away for a while. So we have all these, you know, deeming regs come out, right? You know that. You know they've yes, come out. absolutely. Yeah, so now you have all this shit going on online. You have all these... Vape famous reviewers doing their various things, uh, having contests where people post pictures and say, vaping saved my life and support HR 2058 and, and telling people, join CASA, join CASA. And, and they're putting up various posts and they're putting up pictures of Marlboro e-liquid bottles and doing all this shit. That's not doing anything. It's not doing anything. You're preaching to everybody that already fucking knows. It's not doing anything. You know what? There's one person I saw that actually did something. A vape famous person. This Ruby Rude joined the Not Blowing Smoke uh, board. Good for her. Good for her. She's fucking doing something. I'm going to do some work. She said, it's getting serious now. I'm going to join the Not Blowing Smoke board. Good for her, for Christ's sakes. Somebody doing something. Listen, people, posting memes and pictures on Instagram and pictures on Facebook and holding up signs saying, I, I quit vaping using banana nut fucking e-liquid and vaping saved my life and all this shit. You're preaching to people that already fucking know. It's not doing anything at all. It's time to take action. It's that simple. Now everybody goes, well, then what do you want us to do? What the fuck you want us to do? I'll tell you what you need to do. This is what you need to do so you understand, okay? This is an election year. You need to fire the elected, elected officials who are in your state that are anti-vaping. It's that simple. Do something. We bring them in. They work for us. Find every motherfucker in your state that is up for election this year, re-election this year, and find out whether they're anti-vaping or not. And if they are, find their opponent who's running against them and say, I'm working for you, buddy. I'm working for you, pal. Let's do this. Do something. Cause them to lose their fucking jobs. Hang on. Hang on. There's someone that could help you understand all this, and this is my friend Christine. I don't know if you ever met Christine. Do you know? 
I don't think I have. No, you may not have. I love Christine. Christine is great. I'm bringing you on, Christine. Turn off that uh, turn off that feed because I know you're listening. My the computer is still restarting. Restarting. Christine. Kevin. Hello, Christine. Like I said, Christine owns the second best vape shop in the state of Connecticut. She owns Vapor Nine. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Yes, yes, you do. And uh, uh, you know, I I, I want to discuss. I brought Christine on because I, number one. I want to discuss very simply what we're doing here without getting into great detail because we're still putting it all together. It's very simple. Christina and I realize, okay, we, okay, for example, here in Connecticut, we have Dick. Dick Blumenthal's the worst, okay? He's the worst anti vaping politician there is. So Christina and I say, hmm, you know what? It's time Dick goes. Maybe, you know, you've got to get rid of the elected officials that are anti-vaping, become single-issue voters. You know, I mean, if, if and, and get rid of them. You've got to do something. We've got to make change. That, that, so I want, Chris, number one, Christine, I want you to, I want to try to explain to the audience, just, you know, in very basic, simple terms. Let's say someone's listening and I don't know, uh, Arizona, and they want to know what they can do or what they should do or how they should go about starting a process of finding out, number one, who their elected officials are that are anti-vaping, and then when they find out, like, how do they find their opponents? How, how, how does all this work? Expl can you explain simply, because we have a very simple audience, explain to them simply how they could start this process? So, my gosh, Kevin, you're so on fire about this issue. If you keep talking, I think I'm going to have nothing to say. You're doing great. You're saying it all. Well, no, I um, can't say it all. I, I need you. First, <laughs> first, I do want to say I think one very important tool for us actual vapors is to join CASA. I know it gets frustrating to hear it over and over again, but I think when they do their calls to action, um, they're, they're one of the most organized calls to action for just the average, you know, customer vapor, um, out there. And, and they have been pretty effective overall. So I think joining CASA is a good way to stay informed. And I think CASA does, you know, when you're saying, Oh, someone out in Arizona, I think CASA keeps really an eye on the heartbeat of the whole nation and the nation's politics. And I know as a member of CASA, you know, I, I've signed up pretty much for, for all of them in all the regions and it comes out and it lets you know exactly, yep, we got an issue here in this, in this geographical area. So they, CASA really does keep you informed of exactly what's going on. So becoming a member of CASA is important. It's free. It's simple. You pretty much, I can't even remember I joined so long ago. It's basic information, your name and email. It's, it's not, it's not a big deal to join them. Hang on, I want to add to that. Another thing you can do, too, is let's say you live in Arizona and you want to find out who in your state uh, has proposed any sort of anti-vaping bills or a politician who may be anti-vaping. Just email them and ask them. I'm sure they'll respond. Well, it's that simple. Just ask them. Well, we can, we can get to that. I, I'm, I have a bunch of stuff in front of me right here. You're so on fire, Kevin. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a hard time reeling you in tonight. <laughs> so we'll, we'll jump right to that. So we'll have a link. Um, Kevin, I'll have you put a link on here. You can post a link on your thing, right? So yeah. people can. Yes. Can you do that? Okay. So there's a d direct link 
um, to the actual tracking. It's govtrack.us, and then there's a bunch of slashes, Congress bills, and identifications to take you directly to tracking HR 2058. And, you know, at the federal level, that is what we're watching right now, and that's the one bill that we need we need movement on and and there's a little place at the bottom of that page where it says co-sponsors right now there's 50, 54 co-sponsors and then in parentheses it says show you can click on that to see exactly who is co-sponsoring that bill and who you know if you're and if you don't see someone your you know your local legislator you know from representing your state on that list that means they are not sponsoring that bill and that means that well they're simply not sponsoring it. And as Kevin, as, as we know, um, I was personally there along with two other of our um, chapter members here from Connecticut, Brittany and April. And um, we went to that fly-in with Safada to DC and we hit up every single office um, at, at our nation's capital. And we lobbied very hard to get these people to understand how important this is. So if these folks, have not responded and are not co-sponsors of this bill, it's not that they don't know about it. So the way I, the way I see it is, if you're not sponsoring this and there's an election coming up and someone is vying for your seat, whoever that opponent is, whether they be a Democrat or a Republican, guess what? You got to vote for them because whoever, they, these people got to go or else our vaping industry is at risk. And if we can get rid of these people in office that aren't voting you know, in favor of us and aren't supporting supporting us. I think our voice as a vaping community is a very powerful one. Um, when we were also down there at the Safada fly-in, we were at the um, the ATF. The what is it? The is it the ATF? The Americans for Tax Reform, I believe, is the name of the group. And they're they're thinking that that we actually could actually have some power. We being the vaping community could have some power as single issue voters to really change the direction of this election in 2015 and in 2016, I'm sorry, in November. So I, I think this is a real viable option. Um, it absolutely if you're is. you're not registered to vote. Yeah, then they need to register to vote. If you're not registered to vote, you got to do that. It's really simple. You can do it online. You can go to your town hall. You just got to register to vote. You know, do it Republican, do it Democrat, do it independent. It doesn't really matter. Just register to vote. Don't wait till the 11th hour to do it. Um, there's rules on that. I think it, I thought it was eight days before the election, but honestly, politics gets so crazy these days. And, and I don't know, with everyone trying to pull a fast one over, they could change that rule. I, I, I don't even know. Just to be safe, you know, register now. Just go out, register to vote. You know, it doesn't mean you have to vote in every election or, you know, just this one time. We're just really reaching out. If you're a vapor, if you have a family member that's a smoker that you would like the opportunity for them to have this alternative available to them in the future, please just go register to vote. So it's an option for you to vote in the future against these people that aren't supporting us. And, and understand, if you have a congressman or a senator in your prospective state that is anti-vaping, the number one thing you do is find out who his opponent is. Find out who his opponent's going to be. Go to their opponent. Say, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, we, we, we have the same agenda as you. We would like to get this uh, senator or congressman out of office. We're a bunch of vapors. There are probably tens of thousands of us in the state. 
We are single-issue voters. We're looking for someone to support because we want to remove this senator and our congressman. And if you don't think they won't be on board, they'll be on board in a fucking second. They'll be like, oh, absolutely. They'll love vaping. Believe me, they, they want to win. And, and, and if they have a, a, a possibility of, of getting enough vapors in, this, in your prospective state to turn the election so that they win, they're going to be for you. Just reach out to them. It's very simple. Email them. Find them. It's, it's, it's a very easy thing to do. They'll talk to you. They'll respond. They're trying to find any angle they can to win. And, if they, and, and, and you know what? If I'm, if I'm running against one of these guys, I want to win. And I got 20,000 vapors going, I'll vote for you. If you support vaping, God damn it, I love vaping. <laughs> I'll be walking around with a fucking e-cigarette in my, my mouth all day and all night. I mean, it, it, it works. This is what we got to do. This is what vapors, you people out there, can do. I think I think what's most disturbing to me is that I think, you know, you know, a few years back when I first even entered the whole vaping game, I, I, I guess I didn't realize how political it was. And then as soon as I realized how intensely political this this whole thing was when we had to get the lobbyist here in Connecticut and everything, I, my initial reaction was that the Democrats are going to love this and the Republicans are going to be a big problem. And 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 then I realized it was kind of the opposite. That the Republicans really don't give a shit what we do, and the Democrats are the ones that are giving us the hardest problem. And I, I just, I, it's, it's, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around why public health is such a partisan issue at all. Like I, I just, I don't, I don't even understand. I, I, I can't, I can't fathom that. Why, why it even has to be a Democrat or a Republican issue? It kind of just bothers me, and I, I realize that you know, asking, asking voters to vote for some of these people might be asking them to vote across their typical party line, you know, and, and that might be hard nut for some, some people, you know, to crack on. And, you know, at at this day and age, you know, obviously you got to stay true, true to your beliefs. You know, we don't want to ask you to go well beyond, you know, what you believe in, but the reality is, Without this step, I mean, I'm just, I'm actually getting choked up, Kevin. I feel like I'm going to cry. Jesus, you're swearing and I'm going to cry. We're a mess. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, you're not going to cry. I, without this step, without this step and without, without giving true public health a chance, without giving, giving HR 2058 a leg to stand on and without getting people in office this next election this is our tool this is our opportunity and without giving it a chance um it it really would be doing the public a disservice you know so just take the effort to learn what what the people that are running for office um both in your senate you know your senate and your representative um um elect elections at the federal level, we're not talking about your state elections necessarily, but those that are going to represent you in Washington, because yes. there's also, you know, a, a, a house and a Senate, you know, positions at the state level. We're not talking about those. We're talking about the ones that are representing you in Washington. Those are the, the, the elections. Take a look at those folks, you know, take a look at their opponents, you know, and find out. And, and if, you know, if they, if both of them, you know, both the Republican and the Democratic candidate, neither of them give a crap about vaping or they both hate us, then, then stick with your party line, you know. But if one of them is in favor of us and one of them is not, I just urge you, you know, this one, make a consideration, you know, 
to to vote against that party line and just give us the opportunity to move this forward. Um, it, it's kind of it, it really is a big big deal. So it, it's I don't know. So 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 leave the, it at that, Kevin. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll let you swear about it tomorrow. No. So this is what this is what Christine and I are going to do. We're going to find. We're here in Connecticut. We're going to find out which one of our elected officials are uh, anti vaping and which ones we can get on board with pro-vaping. We're going to find all the anti-ones. We've already pretty much are compliant. We're compiling a list at this point. We're going to find out who they are, and we're going to vote for their opponent, and we're going to get as many people as we can on board to vote for their opponent and get them out of office. And if everybody did this in each of the states they lived in, oh, my God, what a difference. Uh, this, this, This is what people are wondering, what do I do? This is what you can do. This is what you should be doing. So we have we have two two um, senators representing Connecticut. One is Chris Murphy, and he is um, he, his position is not up. His next election cycle is 2018, and the lovely Dick Blumenthal, he <laughs> his seat is up this term, so he needs to go. He is like he has been like spearheading. You know the, you know I don't want to get too into it. It's a little bit off the topic, but. He's been spearheading the anti-tobacco, you know, campaign for a long time. Um, and, and not that I'm against anti-tobacco, because I am, but he's been spearheading it more from the financial end regarding those lawsuits and, oh, the poor children. You know, he's spinning it from we need to save, protect and save the children. And that whole lawsuit about big tobacco has to put all this money into a fund that has to go to pay for the damage done, which not a penny of that money has gone for what they said it was supposed to. It just got thrown back into God knows where, you know, back into the black hole of politics. So it's just, it's really all about money. It's not about public health, and it's just pathetic. It it makes me sick. And now he just wants to basically crush vaping and put it back in the hands of big tobacco so they can keep generating more money to throw back into those coffers. It's all about money. It just, it just makes me sick. It's so disheartening that, that a public health committee isn't really actually get caring about public health. It's, it's just, it, 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 it amazes me how our country, how our country functions. So, well, how it dysfunctions actually. So Dick Blumenthal's got to go. And I think, I think he's actually not just affecting Connecticut, but our whole nation. I mean, he's been spearheading this whole damn effort. So he's absolutely going to go. And Kevin and I are on an absolute mission to 100% support his opponent through this and get every vapor in this whole state to vote for his opponent. And it's going to be a tough run. He's been hard to get out. He's held many pos- 30 political years. positions here in he Connecticut. He has been in Connecticut for 30 years and untouchable, except for this year. This year is his year. And you know what? There was something I saw the other day that was interesting. Someone put it on Twitter or Facebook or something. They said, uh, you know, we have major corporations leaving Connecticut, which is causing massive job loss. And Blumenthal is worried about labels on food. <laughs> That's his thing. Labels on food. We got, gee, you know, these huge companies leaving. We're going to have massive job loss. He's worried about putting labels on food. Hang on. Uh, uh, um, don't go anywhere. Uh Stay right there. I want to bring in Alex real quick. Alex, are you there? I'm here. Hello, Alex. How are you? Good. How's it going? Alex is from Casa. He's one of these superstars from Casa. I have <laughs> Christine out with me. We're just talking about, I don't know if you heard it or not, but we're just talking about how everybody 
needs to find out. Let me ask you this. You're from Kassah. Let's say somebody emailed you and said, listen, I live in Pennsylvania, and I want to find out which one of my uh, uh, elected officials here are anti-vaping. Would you happen to know uh, which ones are? If someone asked you that, and, and I mean, if you, you, know, you knew, I mean, w- would you respond to them? Would you email them and say, okay, well, listen, uh, this congressman is anti-vaping or the senator is anti-vaping, so they know who the anti-vaping elected officials are so that they can rally and vote for their opponents, right? Okay. Are you, are you asking me if I know that? Well, no, I'm saying that if, I mean, if someone asked you that, let's say I, I'm emailing you from Philadelphia, is my senator anti-vaping? Could you answer that for somebody if they emailed you that? Not very quickly, no. Well, no, not very quickly, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, you'd say, okay, well, I don't know, let's see. Or you might know, I mean, you know, okay, for example, if someone emailed you, I said, Alex, I'm from Connecticut, is my senator anti-vaping? I, I don't I don't know. Yes, you do. I have Senator Blumenthal. Oh, well, that Senator. Yeah, well, yeah. There's different yeah. people, uh, and different representatives. Um, yes, Senator Blumenthal is absolutely anti-vaping. Yes, yes, he's the worst. So, so um, I so I should vote for his opponent this year. I want him gone. He needs to lose his job. It it yeah. It, it depends on who it is. You know, a lot of states. Um, you know, we've we've sort of contemplated this because you have to consider, um, you know, just because a, a, a lawmaker votes in favor or against a particular bill doesn't necessarily demonstrate their position on the overall issue. Um, and, you know, when, what we did in Indiana was we looked very closely at not just voting records, but public statements that candidates had made. Um, and at, at for that, for the uh, ninth district primary, um, uh, what was it? Attorney General Greg Greg Zeller uh, had had made very anti e-cigarette statements, and there were a couple other candidates that had voted in favor of bills that were damaging to uh, the vaping industry in Indiana. But um, again, for that particular bill you also had a lot of lawmakers that just really didn't understand what that bill was going to do, um, which is certainly a likelihood. You have some people that might actually be supportive of the industry. Uh, they look at a bill that they think is going to benefit things. They're not experienced in this like we are. And they might vote in favor of something that they think is actually genuinely helpful. Um, but, you know, Case okay, in point, so, Indiana was overall just disastrous. Right. So you know what? Alex brings up a good point, Christine. What they should also do is reach out to these congressmen, senators, whoever they are, and get their view on the industry, on, on vaping, on how they feel about electronic cigarettes, how they feel about flavored e-liquid. Get, get there because he's right. Maybe some of them you may think are anti-vaping really aren't. I mean, listen, I know the ones here in Connecticut that are. Because I've, I've emailed them. You know, you brought up Chris Murphy. I, I got a response from Chris Murphy. And his response was pretty much, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I'd have to learn more about it. He pretty much said, I don't really know much to even comment on it. And I thought that was a fair response. Well, I think a lot of but, times they answer that way to stay neutral because they don't want to back themselves in a corner. I mean, that's a very, very political answer. It's a PC answer is what you're getting because they don't want to back themselves into a corner. Yeah, but then again, I emailed Elizabeth Esty. And she pretty much, came, not pretty much, she, her, her return email was, was I'm targeting, because I told her I, I work at a shop, I'm targeting children with flavors. How dare I? 
<laughs> that was a response. Yeah, because because Esty is is Dick's little cohort, and she is glued to his hip. She is a Dick wannabe. Yes. Haven't you noticed that? She's a little he Dick. Can't do I a agree. Press release without her glued to his hip. Yes. So I, I, I brought Alex on real quick. He's in Vegas right now, and he I know you went to VPX, and you're very, very busy. I just wanted to go over HR 2058 real quick. Um, HR 2058 is not dead. I know everybody's been reading about this. It's not dead, and I just want Alex real quick to explain where we are at with HR 2058. Um, well, I should specify uh, both bills. Um, we're, we're talking about both HR 2058 and the Cole Bishop Amendment. Um, and if it, as far as Kassaw is concerned, we have updated our call to action uh, earlier this week uh, to reflect our support for both of these pieces of legislation. Um, so if you have not already sent a letter in support of HR 2058, uh, please take a moment and send a letter that basically expresses support for both of these, these bills. Um, and to give an update to all of this, uh, we, we have been strategically waiting to release a specific call to action in support of the Cole Bishop Amendment. We have talked to several people and everyone has agreed that now is not the time. We are getting close to a House vote on whether or not the Cole Bishop Amendment will stay in the Agricultural Appropriations Bill. And we, we want to get kind of within a week or within a couple of days of this vote happening. Um, and it, it, there's always the possibility that this will be um, a, a coordinated effort in tandem with some you know, like actual physical face-to-face -face lobbying efforts that might be going on. Um, so the timing on this is actually pretty important and we are strategically waiting to release that specific call to action. So for now, it's, it's, it's a good idea for those that haven't sent an email to, uh, to go ahead and, and take action through our site. Um, I can get more into like why HR 2058 isn't dead. And, and, yes, can you yeah. just please explain why it's not dead? Because I'm sick of reading HR 2058 is dead. It's not dead. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I, I, I was thinking about this on the ride back from, from the strip. Um, there's there's a bit of background that I think deserves some uh, attention here. Okay. Um, and I, I promise, I well, I'm going to try to not bore everybody with it. Um, but so I guess the Cole Bishop Amendment was put into the Agricultural Appropriations Bill like a month or so ago, maybe a month and a half. Yes. And um, at that time, you know, we were given the heads up that this was going to happen and that we, uh, you know, they, our help was needed in order to get consumers engaged and write their lawmakers and say, you know, support this this amendment to change the predicate date and so on. And we we put that call to action together because we agree that this language is important and, and we need to try this approach as well. Um, and so that was, you know, I think that engagement was up for a couple of days and has passed, and and uh, I, once again we will release one you know soon. In the meantime, we have had this engagement for supporting HR twenty fifty eight. This has been up for you know over a year now, and we have 
generated hundreds of thousands of emails as a result of this engagement. Hundreds of thousands? I, I believe it wow. is hundreds of thousands. Yes. Um, because your emails are going to uh, not just, you know, you're, they're going to your representative, they're going to your senators, and they're going to President Obama. So when you click send, it's, it's going to no less than four people. Uh, and when you have close to 100,000 people participate, you have hundreds of thousands of emails being sent. Right. Um, so with this engagement being open and this being kind of the topic of conversation and something that we've been promoting heavily, I have links and QR codes and social media posts and blog posts just out in the world. If you are looking at something Kassah, the chances of you stumbling across a link to this engagement are pretty high. And what happens when someone takes it takes action on this engagement is we we capture their information. They become a member of CASA and we can reach out to them later on very effectively and efficiently with an email blast and activate them for the next important action, be it something at their state level or you know this next thing for Cole Bishop. So it, it's actually been a very good recruiting tool for us. And you know, because this language is at the core of both of these bills, we've just kept it open. Um, and it's, it's just it's very important ultimately to keep this discussion about changing the predicate date in front of lawmakers. So when people are going around saying things like HR 2058 is dead, don't support that bill, it's actually kind of hard to separate that from saying don't participate in the CASA call to action. And if 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 you want to kind of, I mean, people haven't literally said this, but ultimately, what that kind of translates to is, don't join CASA. And I I, I want to stress, no one has actually said those words, and I don't think they actually mean that. But that is the practical effect of walking around saying, don't support HR twenty fifty eight. Um, so that's one of the reasons why we've kept it open and, and have actually had to kind of work a little extra hard to dial back some of this talk about picking one bill over the other. Um, they're, they're, you know, from a legislative advocacy point of view, there really is no benefit to picking one bill over the other. They both essentially achieve to move the predicate date. There are some extra provisions in Cole Bishop, and these were sort of necessary concessions that had to be made to make this a bipartisan bill. Um, and that that helps to kind of um, insulate, you know, insulate the bill from, from threats of being stripped out of the um, uh, appropriations bill. <sighs> So. <laughs> well, here's what, you know, there's one thing, and, and, and I've seen, not a bunch, but I have seen in various forums and sites and Facebooks and, and all this place, uh, YouTube videos, all this, whatever, uh, various people saying, you know, you should, uh, HR 2058 is dead, you shouldn't support it. Their reasoning being there's a such a slim chance of it going through. But yet, these same people are supporting litigation. Uh there is a slim chance with litigation. The say, I, I think it was something like someone said there's a 4% chance of HR 2050 going through, but there's also like a 4% chance of us winning litigation against the FDA. So if you're supporting litigation, 
then why aren't you supporting? <laughs> you can't say, I'm not supporting HR 26 as a slim chance, but yet I'm supporting litigation. Well, that has a slim chance too. Well, there's a really big difference right? there. Um, number one, if you're going to be putting support behind a piece, of any p particular uh, judicial effort, um, that means money. You're, you're actually contributing money to the, the lawsuit to pay the lawyers. Right. Um, and, and, you know, that's this is a, that's a valid pathway to a, a you know fighting back against the regulations. I, I don't want to discourage people from contributing to to some of the lawsuits or a lawsuit that that you know is 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 out there or going to be filed. Um, but you know the uh, supporting the bill uh, when we're talking about individual consumers. Um, the, your your level of investment is sending an email. That's it's free, right? Exactly. Okay, so HR twenty fifty eight is not dead; it is still no, very and, alive. And in fact, just to to I think one of the things that's important to say is that uh, in the past two weeks we've picked up three three new co sponsors. Yes, that's right. The past yes, I saw that. Dead, dead bills don't pick up co sponsors. That's right. That is correct. So it is not dead. That's no. it. That's all I wanted Alex on for, just to explain that it's not dead and why it's not dead. And that's it. Very simple. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's very simple. I mean, this is crazy. It's uh, like the simplest thing I've done all weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. All right, Alex. Well, I know you're very, very busy. I know. Did you have fun in Vegas this weekend, VPX? Um, it was good. I got to see a lot of friends and um, and talk to a lot of good people. I got a, sort of a new project done, and uh, and I, I got to wander around the show this time. It was it was good. And there's lots of videos actually floating around of some some very emotional uh, speeches that were that were given. Um, yeah, so it, I, I it, saw yeah. there was a video of of Greg, and uh, it was up on Facebook. And someone's like, "Who's that girl sitting next to him?" <laughs> That's all they cared about. They said, "Who's that girl?" That's Shell. I'd never seen Shell before. I didn't. I never even knew what she looked like. That that is is Shell Hamill. She's yes. the. Um, I believe she is on the board of directors of Safada, and she's also the the, the chairperson of the Texas Safada chapter. Um, and uh, she is absolutely a warrior. Um, she's she has put her heart and soul into this industry. Uh, she has actually started, uh, you know, calling the FDA, getting uh, guidance on how to go through the compliance process. Uh, she was able to provide a lot of that information at the event. Um, it, I, I learned a lot listening to her. Uh, so, yeah, um, she's, she's, uh, she's a wealth of information. Did they didn't let you judge a cloud competition? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, we. I. I walked away from the stage before the cloud competition. Yeah. Did you see uh, CJ at all? Yeah, yeah. I usually see him running around those things, taking video. He was actually running. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he must have lost some weight. <laughs> <laughs> I love CJ. I'm just kidding. All right. Well, thank you, Alex. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. I just wanted to clear that up and get uh, your stance on that and. Uh, I'll let you go back now to your fun. I mean, it's only what? It's uh, not even 7 o'clock yet in Vegas, so you have time to go out and have some fun 
Enjoy yourself. Uh, I'm going to eat dinner with my parents and stay in for the rest of the night and <laughs> hopefully not talk to any more strangers. You're in Vegas. You should be out having fun. Okay. I am well. one of the most boring people in the world. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Alex. I do appreciate it. All right. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Later. All right. Uh, you still there, Christine? I am. Okay. So I just wanted to clear that up. Okay. So everybody understands. I got to get to Dino, too. So everybody understands. This is what Christine and I are doing here in Connecticut. I think everybody needs to do the same in their prospective states where they live. Find your anti-vaping politicians and cause them to lose their jobs. It's that simple. It's that simple. And then I'll keep you guys updated through the months as we go through this process so that you can understand what's going on, what we're doing. We've got a big battle. Dick's been here for 30 years. 30 years he's been here. And he's a very light guy in this state. But I think with the work we do and there's enough vapors in this state, I do believe it, to remove him. And we're going to get him removed. And if anybody can do it, Christine can do it. That's why I jumped on board with her with this. I know she can do it. We're gonna oh, my do it. God. We're going to do okay. it together, Christine. Here we go. You and I. Okay. And all the vapors in Connecticut. And that's right. And all the vapors in Connecticut. We're not fucking around. <laughs> and okay so i'm gonna let you go i gotta continue with dino and do some other stuff christine okay. thank you for coming on i will see you tomorrow all right thanks kevin for your do something campaign yes do something my do something campaign right. i like it all right talk to you later thanks christine all right all right bye, bye. there we go okay all right now we're gonna get to you dino you there dino of course oh you're there great okay I am going to discuss a few other things, but I want to get to Dino first. Uh, I want to discuss this this uh, Vapor Technology Association, my thoughts on this Cole Bishop Amendment. I'm going to get to all that. But before we get to all that, I want to have fun with Dino first. So where did you go for vacation? Angola. And you were there for what, a week, two weeks, just a week? Uh, no, I was there for a week. Yeah, it was fun? Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some of the pictures. I saw where you were staying and uh I mean it, it was, was nice. Just what the doctor ordered. You just want you and your wife, that's it? Yeah, just the two of us. That's good. Yeah. That is good. Nice and relaxing. Now you came back all refreshed and you're re ready to go back to work. Actually I want to go back to Anguilla, but I don't think that's gonna happen anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> right. I've you know, I've never I've never been out of the country ever. Yeah, well, this this was uh, this was a little off the grid. How know? was how was flying? Were you waiting for hours and hours in TSA lines? No, well, I got there two hours before the uh, plane left New York, mm -hmm. and I got, you know, I was there about a half hour before I, we needed to board, so I had I got through no problem. Right. You know, I brought only one mod with me. Yep. Uh, because I was afraid that. Something was going to get thrown out, but they didn't have no problem with it at all. Well, that's good. You know, and uh, that was it. It, it. it was fine. I had no trouble at all. I had batteries, chargers, coils, you know, all that crap, and it was fine. That's Juice. Good. That is good. So it went well. Very happy yeah. for you. No, it was good. It was good. My biggest problem was that I mistakenly put my wife's juice in my Play-Doh. Uh, <laughs> so I had a bit of a, a meltdown over that, but I fixed it quickly. 
You still using the same juice? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just ordered another two thousand mil. Oh my god, two thousand mils. Jesus. I buy two thousand at a time. It costs me like two hundred bucks. Holy shit, that is crazy. So, like I was saying before at the beginning of the show, Dino, you have a hater. That's. Does that mean I'm famous now? Yeah, I guess you have a hater. He left a comment on our SoundCloud page for you. He left okay. a couple of comments. His name's Mike. His first comment was, uh, keep Dino off your airwaves. He's just a money, pocket, lining, hungry bloke. In addition, is too busy laying around as our industry is under fire. Get a clue on what he is about. His ego doesn't do anything good for this community. I agree. <laughs> and then he made another comment. Dino Mo once told me I don't know how to run a business, and he does. So he should have the funds needed for a lawsuit because he's epic that way. <laughs> Did you tell this? I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, you told me you don't know how to run a business. Maybe he tried to tell me how to run my business, and I told him he better get a clue. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> obviously, he's from the UK because he's calling you a bloke. So you have a uh, hater from the UK, just so you uh-huh. know. I just want to give you an opportunity to. Uh, I could tell him call in. Can you get him on the phone? Yeah, he can call in three four seven three zero eighty three two nine. If he's listening, by all means, call in. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to have a, a, a deep conversation with this guy. Sure. <laughs> deep conversation. <laughs> hey, did you see uh, Grim Green's uh, Velocity review? Yeah, I did. You did. Okay. Well, yeah. hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I gotta find his comments. I recorded his comments. Velocity, 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 velocity. Where is his comments? Velocity, velocity, velocity. Okay, velocity, I found it. Velocity. All right, here's now what he said. What this comes down to for everybody, including myself, is vape budget hands. Are you going to need your vape budget hands for the Velocity version 2? Fuck yeah. Holy crap, and how. Clicking over to avidvapor.com, which is Cisco's site, it's 125 bucks, man. Ah, uh, 125 bucks for the Velocity version 2. That's expensive. There's no way around it. It's just an expensive goddamn atomizer. And I hate, I hate, well, okay, I don't hate, but it bothers me that I love it so much because I want to say that if the aliens came down, or in this case, the FDA, and confiscated all of my vape gear, I want to say, yeah, absolutely. I love this atomizer, and I have no problem spending 125 bucks on it. As much as I love this atomizer... I don't $125 love this atomizer. Your response? So he's cheap. <laughs> he's cheap. We've determined that Nick is cheap. I mean, pretty much his review is he loved everything about it. He just doesn't love Except the price. Except for the price, yeah. yes. Yes. Nobody likes to pay for anything. Don't you know that already? Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants everything for free, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. You know, if I would have thrown it across a, a room and landed in somebody's lap, they would have loved it. No right. matter what, of course. Right. So, whatever. And on his comments, there's always a bunch of talk about clones, clones, clones. I mean, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought he did a good clones. review. Well, yeah, know, I, mean, I, I expect that from him because he's always got his vape budget hands, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. No. I, I he, he likes it, so. Yeah. No, he likes it. He loves it. He said he loved it. Yeah, good. That's great. Except for the price. (laughs) (laughs) 
if aliens took it, he wouldn't pay 125 bucks for it. So then he'd be fucking a cl- he'd be fucking with a clone, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll just buy another uh, used one. I think that's what he said. He bought a uh, he bought a uh, used. Yeah, one. He, he bought a secondhand one. It yeah. didn't come with any hardware. <laughs> <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, you know, I guess you can't win them all, but pretty much mostly he liked it, so that's good. Great. Now you're going to sell a whole bunch of them. Uh, We're sold out. Yeah. Yeah. See, it doesn't matter who reviews it or not. I mean, you could have the worst reviews at all. The thing thing constantly fucking... I see more people bitching about not being able to get it than than anything else. Well, we we made uh, 3,000, I think. Did we make 3,000? 2,000 this run. Yep. I don't remember. All I know is I got another two thousand in production as we speak. Right. We should have them soon. Right. And we'll start building them. Yep. So. Yep. I agree. So you're doing what you can. So, hang on. I sent Dito this thing over uh, the weekend. Where is it? This is great. Okay, I gotta bring this up. Dino, you're gonna love this. So, <laughs> remember that article I sent you last week uh, about the uh, the representative from Louisiana that wanted to, uh, he proposed a bill about strippers? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so get this. So, this representative, his name is Kenny Havard <laughs> from Louisiana. What he did was he proposed a bill that strippers be between the ages of 21 and 28 years of age and shall be no more than 160 pounds in weight. <laughs> That's a Billy proposed. Now, it was a joke. It was a joke. He was just trying to make a joke, okay? It was funny, funny, ha-ha. It was a joke. It, it wasn't for real with this. And he said he did it because, quote, it was a poke at overregulating everything. When are we going to stop? He was just, you know, trying to make a point. We, over, we overregulate everything. Might as well regulate strippers. So... This is what I think that's a bill we need. Yeah. (laughs) So, well, here's first. This is him first talking about it on the Senate floor. Hang on. Listen to this. Representative Havard has an amendment. It is 4636 and it's available on your computers. Members in the uh, spirit of this uh, legislative session, I'll I'll offer up this amendment uh, as uh, a part of keeping the uh, I guess the spirit alive of trimming the fat. <laughs> I knew that. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Representative Haver, are you saying that women who are over 28 or over a certain weight are not um, fit to be dancers or strippers? Uh, no, ma'am. I'm just worried about their health, and I wouldn't want them to hurt one another. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know find this amendment offensive? Well, I'll pull it, Miss Landry. Thank you. Thank God, because there were about 20 questions on the amendment. Thank you, Representative Havard. Now, now this woman comes up, Representative Stokes. Uh, She didn't find the joke very funny. (laughs) Here's what she had to say. Thank you, Speaker. I got to say, looking out over this body, I've never been more repulsed to be part of it. (laughs) I'm going to tell you one thing. The disrespect... And I saw it in 2013 in committee, and I've never been so disgusted to be part of a committee as I was in 2013. Somebody made comments like, what if it's a classy strip club like Cheetahs in Atlanta? 
That's not the way we behave in this body. I don't even know what Representative Havard was thinking. That's a dangerous thing to do politically. I think it was a bad idea. I respect Representative Havard, but I don't know what he was thinking to do that. You know, I suggest that everybody in here look around at their own bodies <laughs> and their own daughters when they're willing to say that people deserve the right to be able to strip between 18 and 21. Think about that for your own daughter. Think about the fact that you can't buy a lottery ticket at the Circle K, but you should be able to strip. You can't drink, but you should be able to strip. Lottery ticket. <laughs> I refuse the spirit of everything that I've heard, and I am just... I can't even believe the behavior in here. I think we need to call an end to this. I hear derogatory comments about women in this place regularly. I hear and I see women get treated differently than men. And I'm gonna tell you what, you gave me a perfect forum to talk about it right now, because it has got to stop. That was utterly disrespectful and disgusting. <laughs> I, I really don't have anything left to say, but I suggest that you treat Representative Leger and, Rep, and, and Senator Johns with respect and all the women in this body who are disgusted at what you just did. Thank you. <laughs> she didn't like the joke. <laughs> she must be overweight. <laughs> she was. <laughs> Lottery ticket. <laughs> Lottery ticket. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> People are so crazy. Uh, they are. And these are our elected officials. These people are represented. Yeah, they get offended over the stupid shit. It <laughs> was great. The joke was great. Listen, this fucking uh, Kenny Havard, you're wonderful. You're a wonderful man. That was, that was awesome. Jeannie, Jeannie, seems Jeannie was offended by, the, by it also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That was awesome. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I don't want him to hurt each other. I know what Mike thinks. Mike. I hate him. Oh, your hater? Yeah. Yeah, Mike, tell us in the comments what you think. <laughs> what you Mike, think call of... in one week or get me on Facebook. I'll, I'll, I'll give you all the phone numbers you can call in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear really, really what's on his mind. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I have not been able to find a Dino hater. He's the, fir he's the first one. Anybody that hates me, call in. <laughs> yeah, right. Just call in. Call in. I I'll agree. let you say anything you want. Yes. You can say anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It would make a great show. Yes, it would make a fantastic show. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, so everybody is wondering because I've gotten emails about all this. Uh, I heard what Kasa has to say about the Cole Bishop Amendment. I heard what others have to say about it. I hear people saying support both, support both, support both. This is my issue with the Cole Bishop Amendment. This is just me personally. Okay, I'm just speaking for me. Not for anybody else, just for me. This is just me, my personal opinion. Okay, if you don't like it, I don't give a fuck. Because that's why I have this show. I can give my opinion on whatever the fuck I want. Uh, the Cole, I, I, Number one, I don't like the language of the batteries. Batteries should be education, not regulation. That's simple. I don't like the language about the batteries. And there's something else I came across that I don't like either. I'm going to play this for you. You guys listen to this, okay? This is 
an Appropriations House subcommittee hearing when they were voting to move the Cole Bishop forward, okay? The first person you're going to hear is, you're going to hear uh, Congressman Cole. This is actually Congressman Cole speaking about the Cole Bishop Amendment. The Ag Appropriations Bill last year regarding the marketing of these products to children and to youth. Uh, it includes restrictions on vapor products, frankly, that go further than the FDA's deeming rule and are consistent with the FDA's current treatment of cigarettes. Importantly, my amendment would uh, require the agency to take a category-wide approach in regulating this emergency market instead of a piecemeal approach. That, that means effectively if you found a flavor or something that you thought was particularly uh, you know, um, uh, inappropriate, you could ban it for all these products. Now, you hear what he said? If you found a flavor that's inappropriate, you could ban it for all these products. I simply handle one product at a time, where literally the product might stay on, uh, uh, you know, that wasn't regulated for years. So actually, in some ways, it enhances and simplifies the FDA's regulatory authority in this, particularly, in this particular area. Now, here's a Demo uh, Democratic congressman talking about it. Content also, and this amendment will also allow the FDA to focus on restricting the use of flavors that appeal to kids. Uh, I believe this amendment now addresses my concern that I had about children, where they don't target children and minors, and therefore I do support the Cole Bishop Amendment. Okay. I'll back the balance of my time. So they support the Cole Bishop Amendment because they feel that there's language in it that could uh, they'd be able to ban flavors. Now, I know people are going to say, that's not in the bill. That's not in the bill. It's not in there. It's not in there. Wait, okay, number one, it's not in the House version. Doesn't mean the language can be changed at any time. Now, maybe, maybe they're going to add the language about banning flavors to the Senate version. Is that a possibility? It's a possibility. And even if it's not in there, it doesn't matter. These fuckers think that they can ban flavors with it. Why are they saying that? That concerns me. If that doesn't concern you, whatever. That concerns me when you have a congressman talking about the Cole Bishop Amendment and banning flavors. So I understand the language isn't in the House version, but it could. It could show up in the Senate version. I don't know. Maybe they were promised. Maybe before all this, they said, well, listen, you know, we don't have this language. Or maybe they said, we'll support it, but we want language about flavors in the Senate version. And they said, okay, we'll put it in there. Just go ahead and support it. Maybe that's why I have no idea. But when I hear congressmen talking about banning flavors and Cole Bishop Amendment, that concerns me. And the battery language is in there. And that concerns me as well. Okay? Just my opinion. I have an issue with this Cole Bishop Amendment. I don't like it. I don't fucking like it. I don't care if anybody, I don't like it. Support what you want. If you want to support Cole Bishop, go right ahead. If you have people that, they can support whatever you want. I personally have a problem with it. And another thing I have a problem with is this Vapor Technology Association. They concern me as well. I don't know what the hell is going on with these people. You know, th this, okay, listen. If the Vapor Technology Association thinks consorting with Big Tobacco is going to help our vaping industry, then so be it. But Big Tobacco is not our friends, ladies and gentlemen. They're not. And I also don't like that they're saying uh, HR 2050 is no longer an option. I don't like, listen, I found this post. I'm going to read this. This is on YouTube. Stefan actually put this up. So it's public. It's out there. It's a YouTube comment. I'm going to fucking read it. Stefan posted this last week. Stefan from not blowing smoke i and not blowing smoke do not collaborate in any formal fashion with vta i was however present in person at the early stages of formation when two of the safada board members 
who resigned from the organization decided to start VTA along with a few others. Their business model was based on the assumption that Safada would fail as it was going through a tough time. When all of his chapter leaders stepped in to drag Safada through this tough time and got it all back on track, VTA found itself not being able to gain the membership from Safada and decided on a different approach. As a result, what I see is a lot of tobacco-based interest filling their board seats. For example, Intrepid Brands and the CEO of Tobacco Technology, Inc., that said, Casada, Safada, ABA, AMSA, and MBS have recently announced the formation of a coalition, and we're always open for other organizations to join the coalition, as this industry and community cannot simply be divided in its goals and pathways to get to those goals. Now, I'm going to add on to that, okay? I see a lot of, I see some, not a lot of, I see some vape famous people out there really, really pushing this VTA, VTA, Cole Bishop, Cole Bishop, VTA, VTA. Okay, fine, whatever. What I don't like, and I don't give a fuck, I'm not going to name names, so don't ask me to name names, you fucking figure it out. But what I don't like is if you asked any of these vape famous people's sheep that follow them, if they support Safada, they would say, sure, absolutely, they support Safada. They're unifying. They want to get everybody together. They want to advocate. They, they don't want to fight with anybody. They're, everybody should be on board and all on the same page and blah, 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 blah. But yet behind the scenes, behind the scenes, they're doing everything they can to discredit and destroy Safada. I don't fucking like that. If you got a problem with Safada, don't act like you fucking come out and say it. Say, you know what? Don't don't act like everything, oh, we all gonna be united and then be doing this shit behind the scenes, okay? That's fucked up. Uh, I understand we all need to try to come together as much as we can. It's not gonna fucking happen. And you know what? I certainly am not on board with this VTA who thinks de dealing with big tobacco is the way to go. Cause that's not the fucking way to go. I'm sorry. It's not the way to go. It is not the way to go. That's my personal opinion. If you think that's the way to go, go right ahead. And as for these vape famous people who want to sit there and talk all this wonderful shit, how we need to unite and get together and fight and advocate, but behind the scenes where nobody sees, they're trying to fucking uh, uh, dig a hole and fuck up Safada, that's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. Hang on. It's bullshit. I sound like you. That's bullshit. <laughs> Come on, caller. Hello. Hey, my name is Mike. I'm the Dino hater. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Dino's got a hater. It's crazy. That's fine. I know what to believe. Okay, so that's my view on VTA. That's my view on the Co-Bishop Amendment. That's all I have to say. And... That's it. And don't email me or call me with, uh, what are the names of these people? No, no, figure it out for your fucking self. Anyway, how are you, Cisco? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm hot. <laughs> Dude, you're always fucking hot. <laughs> no. Always. I'm really hot. Did you, uh, you know that House Appropriations Committee video that you played clips from? Yes. Did you, there's another comment there by a guy who says, that this will give regula uh, regulatory authority to the FDA to allow to ban flavors that have killed children. That's a dead quote from him. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's at it's at twenty three minutes and thirty seconds. He says it. It just 
it blows my mind. And the funny thing is, none of that, none of that language is, is in the bill currently. Right. Nothing that relates to that. But the fact that they're in a hearing and they're recording it, it's on record now, even though it's not on paper. So they can add that whenever they want. That's right. And who knows what they got? You got to listen to what they're saying because whatever they say and put on record at these hearings, they can add to that bill later. And if someone says, "Hey, this wasn't there before," it says, "Well, it's on record," and that's it. It's in. Yeah. So it, obviously, in my opinion, that's going to be shoved in there at some point in time. That's right, and that's my concern. And who knows? Maybe this VTA went to them and said, "Hey, listen, you know, this is the way it's worded now, but we'll we'll add in what you want later." You know, we just want to get this through. Mm-hmm. Get this through. That can. That, I've got a big concern with that. I don't know how the fuck people don't see this. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 crazy. I I don't understand that. That that makes me nervous. Extremely nervous. Yeah. That- that makes me very nervous, that comment. I mean, we're, we're already, as Dina would say, we're already doomed yes. at this point. Well, Dina would say we're fucked. I mean, <laughs> well, well, we're, we're doomed and fucked doomed. now. <laughs> we're fucking yeah, we're fucking doomed. doomed. <laughs> yes, I fucking mean, doomed. You know, I've been listening and reading a lot of shit, this basically from what I would consider industry experts only, you know, and they all have the same opinion. I mean, a PMTA is going to be virtually impossible for, you know, not more than a couple of big tobacco companies, and that's the end of it. That's it, you know. And then you're going to spend all this money into, uh, you know, to file, and in two years, three years, whatever, the FDA can just get, uh, no. I mean, there's no guarantee. There's no guidelines. It's just going to make people waste all this money when they already know what they're going to do. Well, see that <clears throat> that's Shame. why that's why I feel like my only hope at this point is doing what Christine and I are doing, which is trying to get as many Republican pro vaping people in the state as we can and and hopefully that helps. I mean that that that's all I, I th- that's the option I'm taking right now. You know, I, we, 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 yeah, I mean I I don't disagree. I think that everybody should continue to fight and continue to do whatever they believe is going to help. Um, it's just, it's gonna, it's tough. I mean, you know, there's going to be lawsuits and litigation and all kinds of crap. And, you know, our only shot at anything good is this Cole Bishop amendment, you know, but it's got a lot of, uh, you know, it's like a catch 22 almost. Yep. It's like, what good is moving the predicate date to allow us to use all the stuff we have if the FDA is just going to ban it anyway at, at some point, you know what I mean? Or if they're just going to not allow uh, anybody to have any flavors other than uh, menthol, wintergreen, and tobacco. And this Cole Amendment it's... is a temporary fix, not a permanent. Yes, right. Language right. can be added at any time, and it's being orchestrated by people involved in big tobacco. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean... That worries me. There's no, there's no point in arguing about this anymore, really. I mean, that's... I was hoping that when the FDA regulations were released, I'd have to stop listening to everybody's opinions for the pit that I've been listening to for the past five years, and now it got even worse. Yes. Because people are still have a different opinion on reading the same thing. So, you know, I, I don't want to really listen to anybody, anybody's opinion other than somebody who sort of knows what they're talking about. Yes. You know, there was some uh, live streaming from Greg at uh, VPX, and, you know, he, he just laid it out on the line. Yep. And that's kind of, you know, agree with him 100%. But yeah, you know, but yeah, Greg, Bishop's only shot. 
But yet, Gray got attacked on a ECF last week. <laughs> a poor guy got attacked on ECF. Yeah. He got attacked for being honest. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, giving his honest opinion. And, yep. you know, the guy's got a pretty decent skill set, so he's not just some vapor who's, you know, forming some uneducated opinion. He knows what he's talking about. Yep. So their only shot is is litigation, lawsuits, and, and this Cole Bishop Amendment. And if this Cole Bishop Amendment, you know, falls, then we're really going to be even more screwed than we already are. Uh, what a mess. What a mess. Right, Dino? How do we fix it, Dino? Uh, Marlboros? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Just start driving down to Virginia to pick up cases of cigarettes again. Is that we bought two cartons of cigarettes in the duty-free shop on the way back from Anguilla. Really? Yeah, how much? I think they were like 20 bucks a carton or something like that. 25 bucks. What are you buying cigarettes for? Where do you go? Sell, sell them on the fucking street corner? No, my wife still smokes. <laughs> Make a few bucks. Hey, what happened? You, I saw you post something. Uh, what the fuck happened in your condo complex? There was a oh, shooting. some guy, the guy next door to me, uh, he's actually next. We Our condos are three floors. Yeah. So it's the condo next to me, but up one floor. Uh he shot his pregnant wife. Oh my god! And then shot himself. They found the two of them dead in the fucking in the apartment. Wow. Yeah, well, I was right. Yeah, there was, uh, we were away. Yeah. So I only I only saw you know my daughter was here. There was a fucking million cops here. It was insane. It was insane. Jeez. Yeah, she was four months pregnant too. Did you ever meet the guy? No, I never met him. I I didn't know him. Yeah. I don't even, if you put him in front of me right now, I wouldn't even be able to tell you who he is. Right. But uh, apparently the wife, the wife or the girlfriend was, was four months pregnant. And the neighbor, under, uh, I think either underneath them or on the other side of them, heard the, heard the yelling and the gunshot and didn't call the cops. Jeez. Which is ridiculous. So they found, the family came here. The, the next day, because they were, I guess they were trying to get a hold of the daughter and they couldn't, couldn't get her. Mm-hmm. And they had the super open the door and they found them in there. Wow. So the, mo- the mother of the daughter is the one who actually found them. Oh, pretty really? Sad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah, sad. That's fucked up. Jeez. And you said both families were there, right? The guy's family and the girl's family. Yeah. And they well, had to like, separate them. They had to keep them apart because they were looking to kill each other. They're, they're, I think they're Albanians, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hell. They don't, they, there was a little, little, little on the local news channel about it, but I haven't heard anything since. I had an Albanian guy threatening. I had a, an Albanian guy threatening to kill me and my son once. <laughs> and your son? That's yeah. nice. My son was five nice. years old. Five years old at the time. I uh, I'd been divorced from my ex-wife for a few years, and she was dating him. And he was getting upset that she was taking time away from him to see Devin. And he said that uh, if that continues, he'll kill me and my fucking son. And I said, "Oh, really?" I said, "Please come over." I invited him over. I said, "Please come over," yeah. and, he, and he wouldn't come over. <laughs> oh my! I was so I was so irate. 
Mm, FDA smokers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is this thing? You're going to love this, Dino. The FDA tobacco bot got banned from Twitter. Jeff Steyer was the one using the FDA tobacco bot. It was like a spoof off the FDA uh, Twitter, and somebody asked. Uh, it was a great question. Um, oh, here was the question. Does use, this is what someone asked FDA, FDA tobacco bot. Does using an e-cig cause neck beards? <laughs> in the FDA, apparently it does. <laughs> in the FDA, tobacco bot said, um, "Esig tobacco products have only been regulated for about a week, so we don't know yet. More research is needed." <laughs> I hear it causes uh, neck beards and it uh, makes uh, baseball caps unbendable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 That's his neck beards and flat. You no, know, they had a thing like they had this big VPX thing in Vegas. Uh huh. And I'm looking at the pictures. Doesn't how come nobody smiles for photographs anymore? Because they're all doing it, that hardcore serious look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you all look dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking smile. <laughs> Remember cheese. <laughs> cheese. Yeah, I know. Well, I think nicotine use causes sad face, so. Yeah, causes serious face. Yeah, dry knuckles. Yeah, serious stuff. face. Yep. Yeah. Eczema. <laughs> Is something going on with Rip Trippers? Somebody told me there's something going on with Rip Trippers. I don't know. He's what having, could possibly go on? I with don't him? know. There's like more issues, like problems with his beard. I don't know. Someone said there's problems with his beard and vaping, and I, I have no idea. Maybe his beard hair is falling out. <laughs> and it's growing on his knuckles. <laughs> He's got dry knuckles and knuckle hair. <laughs> I actually saw a picture of him. Um, you know, you know Ed Bolin, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I saw it. He was in uh, North Carolina. He had a picture. It looked like a restaurant, a ball with ripped trippers. Like standing next to him, which I've never seen that, that in anybody in my life. Yeah, it's probably a cardboard cutout. <laughs> no, it was really him. <laughs> His beard, I mean, fucking Rip's beard is out of control, man. Yeah. No, it is. Now, maybe that's what it is. Maybe the vapor's causing his beard to go out of control. It's growing too much. Yeah. Hey, what's... Well, I'm sure there's a drink he could get for that. Do you know, you're on Facebook. What's going on with all this shit? They're, they're, the Facebook is banning groups. Like, I saw the guy on my trade the other day say, you know, you better join the forum because they might shut down our group. Facebook Yeah, I don't know. I heard something. I, I closed our group just for just till I figured out what was wrong. And it seems, I don't know, I think it's just a bunch of drama bullshit. And well, no, what, so they, what they said was any group where things are being sold is against Facebook policy, and that's why they're shutting them down. Hmm? So, I don't know. And I know groups have been getting shut down. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really... I don't belong to any groups that are shutting down, that I mean, got shut down. I anyway. mean, that mod trader is fucking huge. That's a big-ass group. Yeah, it's big. I have... I, that's, I, you... I follow, very, follow very few things on my Facebook, and I follow that, and they're fucking constant on my stream. Constant mod trader, mod trader, mod trader, mod trader. It's insane. Could you imagine the drama if Facebook shut down every vaping group on Facebook? Oh my God, it'd be the end of the world. People yeah. mass, would be dropping, mass dropping suicide. Off buildings. Yeah, mass, mass suicide. suicide. <laughs> yep. They would go nuts. 
flat brim hat sales would go down, everything. It would just be an economical disaster. You know what really would be fucked up is all the, the trick guys. They would be on the unemployment line. Oh, wait, they're already on the unemployment line. But what? <laughs> but now, now, what would be worse if all the Facebook, every vaping Facebook profile, everything was shut down, or all YouTube channels were shut down? Which would be worse? Well, that would suck. Uh, I think, neither. I think the YouTube would be worse. I mean, think about all those fucking channels, and I mean, you're literally—if you put all those channels together—you're talking about millions and millions and millions of views. God forbid if they can't fucking watch a, a "Suck My Mod" or a "Grim Green" or "Rip Trippers," and people fall apart. Oh, do you see a trend starting with YouTube reviewers? I see a trend. A trend? Yes, I see a trend that they are releasing products made by a Chinese company inspired by the reviewer. Matt from oh, yeah. Suck My Mod was yep. the first one. Yep. And now I saw Twisted Wood 240 has one also. Yep. Uh, do you think that's going to be the new thing now? And uh, You know, how it was always juice. Uh, they all became juice guys. Now they're all going to become modders now? Yes. Of course. It's marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of that, that, that suck my mod thing, I do have the theorem tank. Yeah, I have it too. I like the theorem tank. Yeah, it's good. I wish it was a little bit bigger. It had a little bit more juice because I'm filling it a lot. Uh, I wish the hole where you fill the juice was a little bit bigger. But other than that, it's a great tank. I love it. I think it's great. Uh, I wa- I'm going to try the avocado tomorrow, though. I think the av- Have you tried the avocado? Do you uh, know? Yeah, I have them. Do you think it's better than the theorem, or do you think the theorem is better? Because the avocado can hold more juice. I see that. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I prefer the avocado over the theorem. Yeah. But only, it's strictly aesthetics. Yeah. They both pretty much vape the same. Okay. You know? Uh, I do like the airflow on the theorem. Yes. I like how the airflow it can come from both directions, like on the back of the coil and the top of the coil. Right. I think that's pretty slick. I mean, you can do the same thing with the uh, avocado, but the theorem is, I guess, more leak-proof than the avocado is. Right. So I just don't like the idea. On the, the only thing I don't like about the theorem is that, that full glass tank. And they have a stainless steel tank, but it's a larger diameter than the caps. Right. That's, I mean, it's all nitpicky shit, but it's a good tank. No, it is. It is. Definitely a good tank. I got the, um, what is this? Uh, the hell is this called? The Serpent Mini? Serpent this Mini. Is Serpent Mini. Mm-hmm. It, this, is, this is like a, I guess you could call it a, a K-Fun with a lot of airflow. Interesting. You know, with What's a top fill. It's nice. Is it Cheap. a small tank? Yeah. I, 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 you know me. I like all, this, all the stuff that's real short. And that's one of the reasons why I got it. Did you see the new super tank, the big one? Yeah, it's uh, 25 it's, millimeter. Yeah, I saw that. I don't understand. I, we, you know, we get a lot of requests to make the velocity 24 millimeters. Why? I, what's the big deal with 24 millimeters? I don't get it. I don't know. Is there not enough room on the velocity to build on? No. There's plenty of two more millimeters than 22. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, with all these box mods, I guess it's something that would fit without 
overhanging, so why not get a couple of millimeters more out of it? Yeah, I mean a lot, a lot. I mean, you look at the uh, <clears throat> the uh, the Jabo uh, Relu or whatever the fuck that is. It's a pretty big box mod that would very easily handle. Yeah, did a, you see uh, the new one that Kanger come coming out with now? It looks like the Relu, but instead of three batteries, it's got two batteries and then a squonk bottle. Oh, really? And I I don't know what the wattage is, but I want to say it's 160 watts. I think it was said 160 it's 100, watts. It's 130 it's 133. watts? Yeah. 133 max with dual batteries. Some uh, guy made, did that monitor over low for, uh, to do that with two batteries in a bottle. Yeah. He had all the pictures up of all the steps he took, and now China's making it. Surprise. I've been up on regulated. <laughs> I, I've given up on regulated squonk boxes. Uh, really? Why? Yes. Because they can't. For the drippers that I use, which is our stuff, uh, I need more wattage. So I, I'm going mechanical on all of my – all my squonks are mechanical now. And I build like a point one eight coil, a dual coil, mm -hmm. and it's perfect. And I, I can get through a whole bottle on one, on one battery, and then I just change the battery when I fill the bottle. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I prefer. I'm back to my tank. <laughs> I went back to my super tank. <laughs> I haven't used a super tank in a long time. I went back to my super tank, my uh, uh, Vaporesso coils, and my uh, uh, Angel Sauce, my, uh, my Rainbow Sherbet from Plume Room. I went back. I was using the theorem. I was using it for a while. It's just I fucking I'm filling that fucking tank every half hour. You know, I got three that setups that I use religiously. Uh, one is uh, a squonk box with the marquee prototype. Uh, that I use constantly. When does that go for sale? It's never going to go for sale. <laughs> um, the the Play-Doh. And I use a DNA 40 with the, that Genoa the, made by Caravella. It takes the CLR coils. Yep. Those are the, my three go-tos now. That's pretty much all I use. So you like the CLR uh, coils? I, re I, I take the coil, I take out their wicking, and I put my own wicking in. Right. And that's how I use it. And it's, <clears throat> I, I vape it at like 22 watts, and it's great. So since you're, happy, that, so since you're happy with those three things, you're, you're not buying mods anymore. There's no need to. No, 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 no. I'm still <laughs> buying mods. I'm still buying mods. I actually just traded a mod for the new billet box Rev 4. Yes. Uh, I'm supposed to get a Tuesday. I'm very curious uh, because they got that billet bridge they use that used to take that that they, that takes the um, the Aspire Nautilus mini coils. Yes. But I know those are the same as the Aspire Tritons, so I'm thinking the Aspire Tritons are going to fit in this, and that should be pretty good. Yes. Spire Triton, those Triton mini coils are great. That's what I mean, the Triton mini coils. Yep. So I use those in the Play-Doh, and they're, they're great. And so people understand, if you're still using a Nautilus mini or a Nautilus tank, you can use Triton mini coils in it, and you should. Because they're oh, much they're better. Much, much better. It's night and day. Yes. It is night and day. You, you can't even compare. Yep. I agree. I agree. Is there anything else going on, Cisco? 
No, same old shit. Yeah. I'm just looking at a uh, an Indiegogo for this uh, for the rebuildable dripping atomizer to end all atomizers. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I don't know. The guy, it's a, a fucking 10-minute video of this guy telling you all these great things about it, and then he can't show you any of it, but he wants you to donate, and he needs 20 grand. <laughs> oh, he'll get it. Oh, yeah. He'll definitely get it. So you want to show I mean, any not, pictures I'm of not, it? Uh, is is he describing it at least? Thirteen minutes worth. Oh, it's a video. And then he, yeah, and then he, uh, it's a YouTube video. And then he gets, uh, he goes, shows some screenshots of CAD, but you can't really make it out. It, from what I could tell, it looks like a uh, velocity. No surprise. I'll give the link to Dino. He could put it in the chat. Yeah, what's the link? I want to see it's, this. It's a, it's a. Did you say it's a velocity style? Is that what you said? He did like a. He's in AutoCAD, and he did what's called an X-ray view, where you could see through the caps into the inside, and you can sort of make it out a little bit, and it looks like a you know a dual post, dual school deck. Wow. But I don't know the guy. I the guy was going off on all the features for like twelve minutes, and I sort of fast forwarded a little bit. He's got a neck beard. That's all he's got, though. <laughs> or here's another one. Beard on his neck. <clears throat> Here is uh, one where this guy wants uh, $5,885, the 40-millimeter Cyclone 3 Primus Ultra Flume RDA cap. It's the most innovative and advanced Ooh. top cap. <laughs> wow. The People's oh, Vaping Yeah, I see the cap drawing. Yeah, it's Velocity Style Deck. <laughs> he raised four hundred. He's, got... he's got five hundred sixty dollars oh. so far. Where oh, he's got six days left. I want to see this. Oh, he just he just, he just advertised for him, so maybe he'll get some more money. Oh yeah, he's got six days left. He's got five hundred sixty bucks. He only needs nineteen thousand. For... <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. No more spinning posts. No more worn out insulators. Wow, what an innovator! Horizontal Kennedy style modified airflow. Twenty-five millimeter too. Yeah, twenty-five Big millimeter. Boy. It's leak resistant. And has yeah, everything's leak resistant if you don't turn it upside down. <laughs> and it has yeah. spit back protection. Oof. Wow, there's all kinds of shit going on here. Oh, Kennedy style yeah, airflow. Pretty... I don't. Maybe you should donate, Dino. I'm definitely going to throw 10 bucks at this thing. <laughs> For $40, you'll get one when they're built. Yeah, $40. And it's it's called the 42 RDA. So right. you should so make you should it 42 bucks. Yeah, she made it $42. Yeah. Yeah. The 42 RDA is 40 bucks. Should charge you extra two bucks, you dummy. Since you called it the 42 <laughs> RDA. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, maybe it'll come to life. He only has nine, uh, 19000 to go. Maybe it'll happen. Six days left? Six days bad. left. This one needs about $6,500 a day for the next three days, and he's good to go. <laughs> it's amazing that anybody would donate to this not being able to see exactly what they're buying, but I guess that's why it's a, you know, a GoFundMe-style thing. I don't know. I wish the guy the best. Well, listen, how could they not donate? This is the next hottest RDA. 
the, uh, that ends you know all that? other ends all RDAs or something. What you say? Yeah, it ends them all. Mm-hmm. This is the only the RDA. All... Yep. You never right. need another RDA the re- but this. The rebuildable atomizer to end all atomizers. <laughs> awesome. I just donated forty two dollars. <laughs> You said uh, 316 SS or titanium, if I can get it. Anodized coatings will have to wait. I'm a startup, not a major corporation. Ooh. We'll no, his next... customers are a startup. <laughs> yeah. He's just a guy collecting the money <laughs> right. from them before they get anything. Right. Uh, with all the bullshit that goes around with all these, you know, mods and Devices going south before they're ever made. I would question this big time. Well, obviously, other people are. Zilly has 560 bucks. So, hey, you know what I wanted to tell yeah, you when I was in. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no go ahead. I was going to talk about Anguilla. If you want to finish this first. No, I'm I'm finished. I when I was in Anguilla, they have these um, luxury um, villas. So. I was saying to my wife, we should bring the kids back here next year with my grandchildren. You know, let's, we'll go rent one of the villas. So not knowing how much the villas cost, so they take me over to this villa to look at it. And it's five bedrooms. It's got a gourmet kitchen. You rent it for the week. It comes with a butler. Jeez. And, and, it's, and it's right you know, on the beach. It's got this infinity pool in the back and everything. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. So after we go through the whole thing, me and my wife will look at the whole place and I'm loving, you know, this whole setup. I says to the guy, how much is this thing? Uh, you know, how do you charge? Per night, per week? And he says, no, we charge per night. I said, well, how much is it? He says, 4000 a night. 4000 a night? I says, oh, shit, I don't know about that. And he says, well, you know, when it's, if you don't come during New Year's, because if you rent it on New Year's, it's 20000 a night. Oh, my God. Yeah. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. Fucking thousand a night. Who's got fucking twenty grand a night? Holy shit! So if you got it for a week, it'd be uh, twenty-eight thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Definitely not. <laughs> not fucking <laughs> for a week. Twenty-eight thousand. I'll buy a fucking co-op and fuck a condo in fucking Florida. Well, no, you and your wife just get a regular room. Then you can get all the kids a tent. Give them a tent, have them uh, sleep. On yeah, the beach. that'll work. <laughs> Yeah, set up a bonfire and put them on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, $80 a night. <laughs> when was the last time you went on a vacation, Cisco? Oh, fuck. Um, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't need. I get stressed out if I have to go away. So. Oh, you got to turn everything off. That's what you got to do. I didn't get yeah, one I, phone I mean, call. People... I didn't get one business phone call while I was away. Not one. See, I'm, I'm in a position. Yeah, some people. I'm in a position where I some can't. Some people need it. Well, I I well, need I, it, you... but I can't. <laughs> I can't right. take a vacation. I mean, you can't. You can, but it's hard. You have to really work, schedule it. and. Oh, no, I couldn't. There's no way. I run the stores. I, yep. if, if I wasn't here, the stores would uh, go to shit. I, there's just, just no 
I'll fucking CJ to come in for the fucking few days and <laughs> yeah. go away. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> That'll go over real yeah, I'm well. Sure you, I'm sure you could find somebody to come in and do your job and for a week while you go away. Uh, if you really wanted to go away. I don't know who. <laughs> I really don't. I, I I honestly don't know who. I mean, I, I there's, I it just wouldn't happen. Maybe in the future, maybe a few years from now, but not right now. Yeah. Especially now with having my wife go. You know, new store and everything. I just couldn't do it. My wife goes away often with really? the kids. Yeah. Oh, so she yeah, takes the kids away. and she goes away for like a week. Yeah, I mean, they went to, uh, my wife and my mother-in-law, my two daughters went to uh, Disney World uh, in December last year. Oh, no shit. And for that, in August, I think they went to Myrtle Beach for a week, and, yeah. Well, that's good, because you get a vacation, too, then. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It's real quiet. It's real quiet around here. Right. I don't know. I mean, people, you know, I enjoy going away, but I don't need to go away. Like, people say, I got to go away. I need a vacation, and... Just to do absolutely nothing for a week and throw the phone in the garbage and just just relieve stress. But I don't need to decompress. You know, I don't. I'm not stressed out. I like pretty much just don't give a fuck about anything enough to to obsess over it. You know what I mean? I think Dito needs things to be- all what they are. You deal with it. But I'm not sitting here like holy fuck. I need to go somewhere and not even say one word for a whole week and just lay on a beach. I don't. I enjoy it, but I don't need it. It's not like I'm. I'm stressing out to get away, you know. I, I think Dito needs to decompress. I think he'd kill somebody if he didn't have vacations. No, I just, I, <laughs> I, you know, me and my wife try to go away at least once a year. Yes. You know, next year we're going to do it a little different. Next year I'm going to take, I'm going to take my kids and I'm going to take my grandchildren. And I'm going to take them all away somewhere. I haven't decided where yet, uh, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to go to City Island for a week. Yeah, the Bronx uh, Riviera. <laughs> yeah, the Bronx Riviera. Yeah. It's like the it's like uh, the Hampton Ghetto. Oh my God, Hampton Ghetto. Yeah. I don't know. I'll get away soon enough. Go to Europe. You was talking about going to Portugal. Yeah, it's just you know, to try to schedule with the. Families like seventeen people, and my mom's been sick. So somebody just wrote kidding. in the fucking chat. Damn, Velocity Money is treating you, treating Dino pretty well. Let me tell you <laughs> something. It ain't fucking Velocity Money that puts me on these fucking trips. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, not even close. Not even fucking close. <laughs> the Velocity Money, I think, would pay for his car payment, right? Maybe. My car payment? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My car note. Yeah. If you're lucky, you sell enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm retired. Me and sister are going to retire after we're done with this next yeah. one of Velocity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll be able to afford to go to City Island for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cisco's actually building it's his a, uh, a, beach house. It's in amazing the how much how much money people you know assume it you know it gets made on this stuff to me oh, I, I wish i had half of the money that people yeah, think so that we make on these things uh, then yes i could probably retire even boatloads we have boatloads of money boatloads, yeah according to kevin the juice makers are all fucking yeah. making boatloads boatloads <laughs> they're making boatloads of cash 
that fucking juice. Good God. Oh. I mean, really, in this industry, the only place to make boatloads of money is in the e-liquid business. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, I see being, being having stores. I don't know if you see this, Cisco, but I see this. I see more e-liquid, e-liquid companies, and I think this is smart. They're coming out with 60 mil instead of 30 mil. Right. And the wholesale price for 60 mil is a little bit more than 30 mil. Not much, just a little bit. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, it's not twice as much. Right. Because in that way, you can right. you make more money, which is great. Cause, and, and you sell for a little bit more. The customer's happy. He's like, shit. I mean, for a little bit more than a 30 mil, I can have you know twice as much. So they're happy. The store's making more money because they can charge more money because it's 60 mils. And they're paying almost with a 30. It, it, it's actually smart. It's smart they're doing that. I love that. Yeah, because instead of dropping the price on their 30 mils, they're just selling you 60 for a little more. You make a little more money. Yep. The customer gets a little more e-liquid. Yep. Everybody's happy. It's great. It's wonderful. It's a great trend. Good job, juice makers. I like that shit. I just bought. You got to come out with a line. <laughs> yeah. I think Dino and I need to come <laughs> come out with a line. <laughs> I just bought 2,070 mils of e-liquid, <laughs> right? I ordered this, like, uh, yesterday I ordered it. Yes. And if you divide it by what it cost me, it comes out to, what is this here? Let's see here. 221.25 divided by 2,070 comes out to almost 11 cents a mil is what it cost me. That's retail shipped to me. It's a good price. It's fucking great. That's yeah, a, you don't have point. your your juice is a single flavor liquid. It's not like a complex um, formula that requires steeping or anything special, right? Well, I mean, shit. If it's steeping, you got to charge what twelve cents a mil, right? If you steep it, they well, if, they should sell that. it pre-steeped. He must have a really big toilet to mix that juice in. It's you know what I mix it in. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell you exactly how I mix it. Meanwhile, you know, keep in mind I'm the only one vaping this stuff. Yes. I got a I got one of those big Pyrex uh, measuring cups. Yep. A big giant one, and I use my wife's cake mixer. <laughs> to, you know, you know the thing with the two paddles on yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I and blender. I I blender. Yeah. I put the fucking the 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 the. The juice and the flavor together, I blend it up, put it in a bottle, and throw it in the fucking cabinet. That's it. Done. Do you wear like a chef's coat and a bonnet when you do that? <laughs> I, turn the, I turn the ceiling fan on. Do you wear an apron? <laughs> yeah, I got a big chef's hat. I look like, uh, like Ralph Cramden, the chef of the future. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mix my – there's a, a flavor that I vape that I mix just for myself, and I make uh, – I don't know, I guess uh, it's 4,000 milliliters. And it, I don't know, it's like $40, $50 worth of material to make that much e-liquid. Jeez. So we're coming out of a juice you know, line, Kev? Yeah, we'll come out with a juice line, <laughs> you and me. I'll mix it here. I got the fucking cake mixer. Oh, there you go. Mix it up. We'll think of a clever name. We'll get a clever label on it, and we'll put it out there. Hey, you can uh, duct tape a spatula to my cat's paw if you yeah. want him to help mix it. Everybody else is doing it. Why the fuck not? Yeah, why not? 
I mean, Jesus. Not anymore. Yeah, that's true. Not anymore. Yeah, I know. We might we we might we might be too late, Dino. I think it's too late. We got what about seventy five days left. Yep, got seventy five days left. And then that's it. Then what do we do? Oh, after seventy five days, no new products can be sold on the market. Nothing. So okay. we'll call it Dino's. Of, uh, we'll call it Dino's. Forget about it, Juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doomed. Strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's going to happen, right? It, 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 there's going to be a huge black market sale, and the prices are going to go up now. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. No, you know what? I agree with Russ. It's going to be more like a gray market. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. th- there's going to be selling no Nikki liquid. You can go online, buy some nicotine bumps for it. All the mods are going to have not for use with nicotine on them to get around it. It's going to be. I think it's going to be more of a gray market than it is a black market. I'm getting messages yeah, that's from good. people to start classifying my stuff when I send it overseas as bicycle parts. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're telling that there's no ban on bicycle parts. Just list of his bicycle parts. That's right. Put on the velocity for use with uh, your bicycle. You're all yeah. set. <laughs> Tom, it's a bicycle belt. Yeah. <laughs> you strap it to the front of your motorcycle or your bicycle. You give them a little wah with it where they can bang on it. It's a bell. <laughs> yeah, bicycle, it's a bell. Bicycle bell. We'll send them a little, uh, a little stainless steel rod. Yeah. Clonk, clonk, clonk. Or we can make it a, a, a put a the turbine in it and make it a whistle. Yeah, you do that too. <laughs> you got that noise right, Kev? <laughs> I do somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I did with it. Oh God. Yeah, it's pretty dismal right now. But I don't think that much is going to change for the next, you know, year or so. For the most part, yeah. I mean, you're not you're not allowed to put any new products on the market after what is it, August eighth or ninth? August eighth. I mean, it's not going to stop anybody from doing that, really. No, it's not. It's going to make it's going to make people put up, you know, e-liquid vendors especially put up a bunch of bogus, uh, you know pages on their site for new juices that you know they don't they don't even didn't even make yet just flood yeah. your site yeah. product number page. them one through a hundred and just call right. them for one number right. two number three right you know this is my this is my number line one to four hundred yeah have a nice day and if you want throw some shit in a bottle and sell it to a couple of friends so you can cr- generate history prior to august 8th and now you know but the problem is that you're not allowed to alter the product from its current you know formula after 75 days so yeah i'm sure a lot of shit's going to slam to the market right now because people are scrambling to get it out oh yeah and on top of all that i don't really think the chinese give a shit and they're going to continue to create new products and sell them technically after 75 days if you sell a product that was made after 75 days that's illegal well i'll tell you what i'm going to do i'm going to about another month or so i'm going to order a uh a big tanker full of uh, cream de mint and have it delivered here so I'll be good for life. There we go. We'll make, D- we'll, we'll make Dino de mint. Dino de mint. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> what are you guys doing, Kev? Number one seller. What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, what, what's, what's, you know, Vapor Venue's plan, so to speak? Oh, geez. I don't know. Listen, we're doing everything. we. I, I, I don't know. CJ's doing whatever he's doing in California. I'm worried about here in Connecticut. You know, right. we have our chapter. We have our lobbyist. I had the lobbyist uh, Sunday or give a copy of the uh, Royal College of Physicians report to the health committee because the health committee said that once those steaming regs came out, they were going to reconvene within 30 days. And they you did. You, they did. You, last you could week. still get your paper route back. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, probably not. So they uh, they're going to reconvene. Or they, I think they did, and uh, nothing's happened so far yet. Listen, we've got a really strong Safada chapter, and we got a phenomenal lobbyist. We've been very, very. We lucky have Spiky. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. we've been we very have lucky. Sweetest here. fist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I tell you I got that whole line here? Did you? Yeah, Julie sent me the whole line. <laughs> I got it downstairs. I got to bring it up th for the next show. I got all four. I think it's four flavors. Oh, wonderful. Uh, with all the uh, names and the photographs. Did you yes. vape it? No. What, it's, you know what happened? One of the bottles um, uh, opened up w during shipping, so all the juice got mixed together. Uh, oh, that's nice. It probably might taste better. It smelled when I opened the bag, though. It smelled like a dirty vagina. So all the juices are having an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> a dirty vagina. It was a squirter. That's why the bag was all wet. <laughs> yeah, one of the juices was squirter. <laughs> I'm gonna come out. That's my next juice line, squirter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you better watch out. Spikey's gonna put a hit on you. Better watch what you say, Dino. She put hit, you know. She'll she'll uh, she'll get uh, what's his name to come uh, slash the tires on your car, or you know. Oh, that guy Bowers. <laughs> yeah. Stu. Stu. Stu Bowers. Stu Bowers. <laughs> you better watch out for Stu Bowers. He'll come after you. Yeah, the flavors uh, were one. My name is. My name is. My name is. Stuart Bowers. Uh, my name is. <laughs> one of the names of the yeah, of the juice was called Swedish Swedish Fist. Another one was called Morning Wood, and it had a picture of like a a woodpecker perched on a wooden dick, pecking at it. <laughs> this is what's on the juice bottle. What's the one with the fingers in the donut? Jelly hole. <laughs> Jelly hole. Oh my god! Ugh. It's fucking unbelievable. It's I don't creative. Think those are, I don't think those are targeted towards children. No. You don't think? No, I don't think so. And those will certainly pass FDA approval. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, <please. laughs> Swedish fist, especially. Yeah, I can't remember what the fourth one was, but yeah, they're all pretty funny. Uh, all right, I got to wrap this up. I got a very, very big meeting tomorrow. Very big. Again, what's Vapor Venue doing? I've got a huge meeting tomorrow with a candidate, a very important candidate here in Connecticut. So that's going to be interesting. 
90 seconds. That's right, 90 Good seconds. Good luck with that. Yes. It's going to be uh, lots of fun. The fight, let the fights begin. The fight has begun, Dino. Fight, fight, fight. All right, Cisco, thank you for calling in. We will talk to you soon. Thanks. All right, All right take care, guys. Talk to you later. So long. Go to it. All right, Dino, that's it. All right, buddy. We'll have some fun next week. I'll find, I don't know, I'll find somebody to have on. We'll have fun. 60 seconds. That guy, Mike. What guy, Mike? That fucking guy that hates me. Get him to come on. Oh, I'd love for him to come on. Yeah, fine. See if you can send me his info or something. I'll fucking see if I can find him. All right, Mike, if you want to come on, you can come on next week. That'll be fun. You ready? No, I'll find somebody. I want to find one of these. There's so many reviewers out there. We got to find, we got to find a new reviewer. I want to find another uh, a reviewer out there and uh, make him vape famous. That's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> make him vape famous. <laughs> we need more Addies. Yeah, that's right. My name is. My name is Stuart Bowers. I love that guy. All right, we'll talk right, to you next buddy. week. Later. Good night. All right. I want to thank the Plume Room. Theplumeroom.com. Get the angel sauce. I'm using it right now. I'm vaping it right now. It's delicious. It's delicious. Put the angel sauce in a Vaporesso coil. You're in heaven. Plumeroom.com. VPLI15 to get 15% off your purchase. And I also want to thank smokelessimage.com. Support both of those businesses. You want to know why? Because they support VP Live. Without them, there'd be no VP Live. So check them out. Theplumeroom.com, smokelessimage.com. I'll be back next Sunday. You have Jan on Monday at 6 o'clock with Anti-Nanny. I don't think there's any more inside vaping. I think it's done. Or if, I don't know if they're doing another show, but I believe. I don't know. But I know usually Inside Vaping is on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, you may or may not have Russell Clickbank. Thursdays, GDK, GDK Show. Friday, you have Ed Wolf doing his vape, whatever it is. I can't even think of the fucking name of it. But Ed Wolf's on on Fridays. I'll be back next Sunday, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am out.